How to dream, cowboy. Welcome, Welcome to the to HBO, HBO Boys, Boys podcast. podcast. Today we're Today recapping, we're recapping and, reviewing and reviewing What If, if season, season 1, one episode, episode 6. six. What, if what if Killmonger rescued, rescued Tony, Tony Stark? Stark. I'm, I'm Chad, Adam, and today and with, with me, me today is Ryan. Ryan. Thanks, guys. You're, You're welcome. welcome. <sighs> okay, yeah, perfect. Uh, yeah, as mm-hmm. you guys both simultaneously said, this mm-hmm. is episode 6, What If Killmonger Rescued Tony Stark. And we three are here today. James could not make it, but he already said in the Discord that he liked it. So does that Crazy. mean... Or I assume that Chad didn't. Is that what usually happens? <laughs> no, I, I I liked it. I, I I will say though that the only reason James liked it is because there was some kind of like political intrigue. And if you oh, if you I say know. America something in any kind of media, James is gonna like it. <laughs> that's a sentence you have said to his face, so I feel confident yeah, no, putting it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's all good. I mean, let's be real. It's the only way that somebody could possibly rank. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier above True. any of the other other Marvel TV shows. And listen, yeah. I respect his opinion, except for the fact that I don't respect it. <laughs> right. uh, I respect everything against it. <laughs> right. I respect that he has an opinion. Right. Opinions it are allowed. To be wrong. Yeah. yeah. It Freedom to be wrong. of opinion, and then I think the next amendment is like, unless I don't like it. Now you guys are silent. Perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry. No, no, no. Spot. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> this is good stuff. Ready? Ready? Add in this. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you. Okay. So, <laughs> yes, this is uh, episode six, another T'Challa episode, uh, and I-, I don't know if we have to go over the the whole recap. But th- this is ba- what if Killmonger had a better plan? than his original one aka let's watch tony stark die again how many times are we gonna have to watch tony stark die and t'challa wait wait did t'challa didn't die in the other ones but he died in this one yes he died in uh in the zombies one oh yes that's right yeah this is twice that he's died in the show uh this one felt more purposeful it felt like a a choice that they wanted to give Chadwick Boseman an on-screen funeral. I mean, his casket said Wakanda forever, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I I don't know. This this episode felt to me like they wanted to make like the Killmonger was a really popular character and they wanted to like reset his character and make him as cool and badass as as everyone wanted him to be. So they wanted to make a Killmonger movie but they couldn't do it. So we got this and I think that, I mean, we're going to get into it, but I think the issue that all of these what-ifs have is they have a feature-length story that they're trying to compress into 30 minutes. Yeah. And and it, it, it makes everything feel feel contrived and rushed. And It's convenient. so fast. I feel like I'm on, like, adrenaline watching some of these episodes. You like, said you yeah. like Everything it. moves so quick. I do like it. Oh. I, I can like something and be critical of it. Mm-hmm. Two things can be true. I also liked this episode, too, because it was I I didn't know what this one was going to be. And it kind of came out of left field for me because I I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of Killmonger. I don't know why. I think the guy who played him is fantastic, but uh, he was just kind of like meh to me in the regular MCU stuff. So having him save Iron Man was like really like what? Wait, that it really was a what if 
<laughs> kind of moment for yeah, me. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan is one of the biggest stars in the world, right? And this right. is the only stuff I've seen him in. Well, that then you're living under a rock, but uh, <laughs> that's what Chad's point was, which is the MCU wants to use Michael B. Jordan as much as humanly possible, and that makes a lot of sense because he is uh, like a tour de force at the moment. And this episode could basically just be called Killmonger Betrayal Speedrun. Like he yeah, goes yeah, undercover yeah. in 10 rings and betrays them to save Tony. He then Marvel betrays... kills the Iron Man universe. I mean, <laughs> or uh, Killmonger kills the Iron Man universe. Or all of the Avengers, really, because it started with Iron Man 1 and that's just gone now. He then betrays <laughs> Rhodey for the Vibranium by Don and by Chadwick as well. Uh, I look forward to your in-canon funeral later that is going to make me feel a lot of feelings. He betrays Tony after getting caught by Tony because Tony's a smart boy. And then Tony gets murdered. How many times again are we going to have to watch this dude die? He gets murdered with a vibranium spear in his shoulder. And that kills him? Question mark. Uh, yes i i noticed that too because every time they've stabbed people it's always been in the shoulder it's this is like the third time it's happened in this series very pg death yeah but but they're having people explode like (laughs) pick a side he then meets up with clow again and immediately betrays him and then immediately shoots him when he doesn't need him anymore by golem and then he betrays wakanda for glory and becomes black panther by gundams that he helped create and uh, by the end he is confronted by a post our reality t'challa the plane of existence or whatever yeah black panther who is just like you know you think that the way to peace is more suffering somehow that doesn't seem right to me but you know you do you and at the end of it it was an episode that i enjoyed because the audience knew something all the characters didn't and it was fun Mm. to watch the characters themselves be a part of a mystery and figure it out did you feel like we lost a little bit of Killmonger's ideology in this episode though yes in the movie his motivation Excuse me, I just, full disclaimer, listeners, uh, recovering from a cold. I also got my wisdom teeth out today, so it's all good. Oh, Why did you choose to great, do this? <laughs> great uh, it's, combo. It's it's fine. Do you have I, gauze I, in I'm your a, mouth right now? I do not have gauze in my mouth right now. Can you please put gauze in your mouth for the rest of this episode? I would love that, yeah. <laughs> no. We got so longer, who's just like really Adam, Adam's gonna put gauze in his mouth Everyone anyway. knows the best podcasts are done when you're bleeding into a bucket. and spitting constantly um anyway so um in the movies um killmonger had this ideology where you know uh black people have been repressed and and enslaved and tortured and beaten throughout the world are you saying that didn't happen or no i'm saying it did happen but but in in the movie in the movie (laughs) one day i'm gonna get you jed he was mad <laughs> he was mad at Wakanda for having all this technology and being so developed and and powerful but not helping you know the rest of the the black community in the world and just kind of like idly watching by yes as they to themselves. Basically, basically Wakanda was being the watcher that that whole storyline was was like he kind of danced around it but it was it was all about being power hungry right he brought it up once but it was couched in between a lot of narcissistic decision making by him that the entire episode was based on you're right it is a lot like what the watcher is doing but on a smaller scale which is interesting and also by the way it's a lot like the newest trailer of the eternals where Jon snow literally looks 
at his older brother, <laughs> Rob Stark, and is like, okay, but why didn't you help anybody during the Thanos thing? A question that the entirety of the audience had in the newest trailer. Jon Snow was like, well, you didn't even help. And they're like, oh, we just didn't want to. We were told not to. So it's cool. Is that cool? Is I, that a good answer for you? Trailer. Is, is that how he responds? <laughs> he says that they were told that they are not allowed to intercede in any thing to do with humans unless it oh. has to do with the deviants and then john yeah. snow goes okay but who told you that and it cuts away well the, two things thanos uh is a, a deviant cool. in the comics but 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 also there's a much easier explanation that the movie could have done and they could have just said they were snapped they were gone well they what, the don't Eternals? do that chad yeah the eternals they could have just they were gone for five years because they got snapped no nope, they make it a conscious decision which is worse yeah yeah well, i mean maybe they'll maybe it'll come full circle I'm sure it will. It's a movie with a very high budget. So I liked the fact that I was in on something, basically, for this yeah. episode. Uh, the murder mystery was switched. We got to see Tony Stark be smart, although then he stays in the room with the murderer. That's dumb. Yeah, I was waiting for him to like have another another card up his sleeve. It, it's, his, his plan seemed a little incomplete. And then we see T'Challa's sister and Pepper Potts, who have been sus of this dude the entire time at the end trying to make a plan to take him down. But that is when the episode stops. And I was like, oh, this could have kept going, like you said, Chad, and been a movie that was an hour and a half long. And that could have been 40 yeah. minutes into the movie. And then the third act would have been them actually doing so. Yeah, cut cut kind of abruptly. I almost would have rather had like a, a what-if movie come out every couple of years and mm. like really explore some of the good... Because I, I, don't know, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I, I feel, again... They in they wanted to tell um, uh, Marvel zombies, so they they shoehorn in how we get to zombies. They wanted right. to tell a Killmonger story, so they shoehorn in a Killmonger story. It doesn't feel like what if this thing was different. It feels like what if we got to tell a different story and we're just going to make it make as little sense as possible so that we can tell that story. It feels like a storyline graveyard. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, yeah, this like, is the these, cutting these room floor stuff. Some ideas we had that we didn't run with. Which is not very satisfying, right? Especially no. in the ones yeah, that are no. good, like the zombie one, like this one, like the Guardians of the Galaxy T'Challa, ones where you would want to actually see a longer version. Like, really, you want to really dive into the consequences of, of the thing that's different. Right. We are cheated. We never really get that dive because they're too focused on the other story, which I guess is fine, but that's not what the show is selling us. Right. And then, you, you like you said, Adam, you feel cheated. And then there yeah, are episodes sure. like the first one where it felt like torture the entire time, personally. <laughs> and, like, I couldn't wait for it to be over. And I was like, okay, well, that one was a story that I didn't need. Yeah. Yeah. They've been hit or miss. So I, I, that's my first gripe. I know I'm kind of talking about what if as a whole. I know, and we, we can get we can zoom in on the episode more in a second. But the, my other big gripe with what if is I feel like the animation has no heart. There's no there's there's nothing interesting about the animation. Characters barely look like they're the their real world equivalents. They could have done some kind of. Art, unique art direction or some kind of stylization or like maybe made it like an anthology series where every episode was animated differently and was given to a different Ooh, that set of animators cool. yeah. you know like imagine a doctor strange where it was given to like a, a like a more psychedelic animator you know it could have been really cool but instead we're getting this like 
paint by numbers kind of like mm. it's realistic, <laughs> but it's not realistic. It's and like yeah. there's this uncanny valleyness about the way that they talk. I made a comment in the first pod I was on, which was for episode three, I believe. And I said, I really liked the animation. And the more I'm watching it, the more I'm kind of aligning with what you just said, Chad, it's, it's getting boring. Yeah. And, and, and I don't want to say boring wholeheartedly because it's still interesting to watch. The fight scenes are really cool. It's colorful and whatever, but it, it does. You lose a little bit of the heart. You lose. It's like the same feeling I got when I watched the Lion King remake, the live yes, action, quote unquote, yes. Lion King. There's no expression in the characters that you get in the live action movie, which right. brings me right to my next point, which I'm so hard on. The voice acting sucks in this yeah. show. It's not even the real characters are not good. And this episode really showed how not great some people have been cuz I did not like the guy who voiced Tony Stark. It sounded like someone was making fun of voicing Tony Stark, you know? Obadiah Stane was terrible. Yeah, it didn't mesh well. It's it's starting to like fall apart a little bit across the voice acting, the animation, and the storytelling with it being kind of out of, like, crazy and out of order and really rushed, and then the animation being kind of meh and the voice acting being kind of trash. Like, let's be real. But that being said, there's a lot of standout performances. Like I put in the Discord today, Andy Serkis was great. He was great. He's great. He's He's got it. Yes. Uh, Paul Bettany was was great as vision it was it was just like the movies but i can't say that about some of the other like like benedict cumberbatch he's a great voice actor but this was not good it just wasn't john favreau wasn't good michael b jordan no he's not chadwick boseman was pretty good don Cheadle was okay don Cheadle was okay but 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 um pepper Potts was bad it was that gwyneth paltrow no it was not Oh, it's not. No, she was all gooped up somewhere. Anyway, like, (laughs) but the point is, and I agree with you, I didn't think about the animation until this episode. There was a part where a main character was walking forward and the background characters were like stop motion animation compared to the foreground. And I was like, oh, that was weird and a decision to be cheap in that one moment. Or the scene in his garage where all the cars were like, they were like airbrushed. But then yeah. the animation of the characters were really crispy and, and hard lines. It just was, it was, it's getting weird the more I'm watching it. Yeah. And as a whole, we haven't reached the end of what if yet. And it will be a tick up in my brain if the watcher actually interferes and makes a story more interesting if they have more episodes Mm. like the ones i've liked including this one which had a lot of downsides to it but like you said chad my overall feeling on what if right now is a another missed opportunity another half-assed example where they're just flushing storylines down the drain that they're never going to do again because now they're checked off the box it feels like a cheap reason to keep a Disney Plus subscription even more than any of the other Disney Plus shows that have happened previously. It feels like a slap in the face to a person who is a MCU completionist. Yeah, they're they're kind of doubling down on capitalizing on nostalgia because like they're they're making us relive moments in the movies that we liked, you know, like Iron Man or whatever. And um but they're and they're changing it and and I think that they're they're kind of banking on the 
Oh, I remember that part. Oh, yep. and the um, and the uh, oh, because this happened, that means that this happened. By the way, we have the minority opinion. We like. I'm reading a Reddit thread right now that is the animators went all out on Tony's cars. They looked perfect. I'm reading things <laughs> wow. like the the Marvel Studios subreddit is so far up this show's ass for every do, single is, solitary are being, episode. Are they being true or are they are they? This is being... not sarcasm. They actually like it. Uh, See, the, and, and like really the the moments that I think are like neat and the reason why like I, I enjoy it when I'm watching it, it, it. It's really the retrospective that makes me not like the show. But um, when I'm watching it, I think to myself like. Oh yeah, Killmonger was in Afghanistan. That makes sense. What a neat thing to pull in, you know, when Tony Stark was attacked. Mm. But that's it. That's where it falls apart. Like this episode wasn't what if Killmonger saved Tony Stark. This was what if Killmonger did all of the things. Right. You Pretty know? much rewrote Iron Man. <laughs> like he became he became the CEO of Stark Industries. Yeah, that's, that's not, nuts. Like, what? I didn't I didn't like I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like how quickly he progressed. I don't know what the time frame was in the show but it seemed like it again very rushed very quick the watcher was clearer this episode yes i noticed that too there was a great moment or a great frame you can tell that the animators are told that hey this one frame is going to be the one we stick on for about 10 seconds and that happens once an episode it was the one where the watcher is in the background and killmonger is on the edge of a cliff and the watcher is much clearer so do we still think that the watcher is going to do we care that the watcher is getting closer and closer to the forefront of the screen. I still don't think he's going to intervene. I think I think he is. I think you I think? think. Yeah, I mean, every episode where it's it's shoved down our throats that he can't mm. intervene, and then like Doctor Strange literally asked him to, and like they wouldn't keep teasing it. They wouldn't keep bringing him yeah, in. Yeah, that's true. Keep, like like in the first couple episodes, I don't know if you if you remember, uh, he didn't appear. Like barely at all. Like he was yeah, in the it was beginning, just like an outline, and then right. the end credits, and he was just yeah, maybe a shadow or something. He was like visibly in person there several times in this episode. And and um, just kind of a side note: Does anybody else think that when the Watcher talks, it like looks really good? <laughs> like I don't know what it is, but whenever I see the Watcher like speaking and I see like his mouth actually moving, I'm like, oh whoa, it's better. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if that's <laughs> I mean, that's it, intentional. It, it, it might not be. It's just like I, I look at it and I was like, oh, that's the Watcher and he's talking to me. <laughs> yes. The animators just personal. took more time on that moment. Oh, and by the way, the music in this episode was great. Ludwig Gorenson's yes. score. Yo, those banger beats, man. Oh, my God. I love that. They do kind of make all the other scores look like bullshit, though. Yeah. <laughs> How many more of these do we have? Four? Was it six? Secret 10th episode calling it now. You can't keep <laughs> that calling that. Interesting. You can't keep Maybe calling that's that. The, that's the one that he uh, he intervenes in. Maybe it's a whole that's whole it. episode it's, about the Watcher. No, it's just it's just another episode of Wandavision. I, I think we've said this before, but <sighs> episode nine does have a description. In an alternate timeline, Vision becomes an all-powerful android known as Infinite Ultron when merged with rival android Ultron. Now it's up to the newly formed Guardians of the Multiverse to put an end to his reign before it's too late. And the picture is of T'Challa as Star-Lord once more. So it just kind of, yeah, we're going to throw them all together. See how it goes. So who do we have? We've got Agent Carter, Evil Doctor Strange... Do you think uh, Evil Doctor Strange is going to show up? He exploded recently. I, you know, he he is going he's going to be there because he's a bizarro version of Doctor Strange. 
They need him. I think we're gonna we're gonna pull one character from every episode. On the cast list is four names: Jeffrey Wright as the Watcher, Haley Atwell as Captain Peggy Carter, Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa, and Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner. And there is not any more that has been currently announced. Hmm. A little inside baseball. The episode we did on the Doctor Strange episode mm. has yeah. like five, six times more listens than any other one for no reason. Don't know why. <laughs> you know? Really? Yeah. It's uh, when you uh, recognize greatness. Yeah. Of just you and me fucking around. Yeah. And you know what? I think it was just the layout. But but it's because it was short, quick, sweet. It was fast. It was... I don't know. <laughs> it's just me. I think previously to this episode, which, by the way, I think is my third favorite episode of the series. This one was? Yeah, I put mm. Guardians first, Zombies second, and then this one. All yeah, of which, by the way, have their own problems. But after this episode, which, again, I liked generally, it did make me not like the show much more, though. It was like really? a negative for the show as a whole, but a positive oh, for the whole, episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like, I'd rather watch the finale of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I hated <laughs> more than most of the episodes of this show. Like, if I was somehow captured and put into some sort of MCU-based torture chamber, and they were like, you get to choose, and they hold up two, like, you know, DVDs. Like, here's the... DVDs. Yep. What an archaic thing. Here's the second episode of WandaVision. And here is the Peggy Carter episode. Before they were done with the sentence, I'd be like, Wanda, baby, give me it. (laughs) (coughs) Chad Chad can't even laugh correctly. I can't. (coughs) It's a problem. I like that laughter is painful for you. So it's really a choice. (laughs) You know, I, I, I believe you when you say that you like that. I do, I do. So yeah, I'll give this episode... A B. I didn't know we were giving grades to episodes. Uh, I give <laughs> yeah. it three out of seven bananas. I, I give it a Michael B. Jordan. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> They're doing a live action Marvel Zombies that's like on the table. What? Really? I didn't know that that yeah, I saw I saw that somewhere. That they're trying to green light a live action Marvel Zombies. So here's a thought then. Do you think that what if is like a beta testing yes. ground for Ooh. like actual movies they want to make? You know what? I wouldn't put it past him, honestly. I don't like being experimented on. <laughs> well, I got news for you. I you know. With every the entirety of our culture is one large experiment to make money <laughs> leave my pocket and turn me upside down. I understand that, chat. Then <laughs> <laughs> you must hate life. Yeah, I can take it or leave it. Oh, okay. Hey, Brady, are you excited we made it through a whole pod without me calling you a Nazi or oh, a Nazi? Oh, you just did. Well, what, what oh, are we doing here? shit. <laughs> hey, by the way, Hawkeye trailer. What did yeah, you think? Yeah, what did you think, Ryan? It's a Christmas. It's a Christmas Oh, here show. we go. Here we fucking yeah. go. So, no, so you're telling me, you're telling me that Hawkeye is going to be better than John McClane? In Diehard? Oh, is that what you're telling me? You can't even And, you can't and that Haley Steinfeld is going to be better than Alan Rickman? Uh, I do not think so. Okay? <laughs> do not come into the Alan fucking... Rickman. Don't come into the carnage dome with Die Hard and think you're coming out alive. That is not happening. No, I watched it. And listen, I have the smallest 
most minuscule expectations for Hawkeye. Obviously, I think it's going to be pure horse shit. So uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with the smallest expectations, I watched the trailer and was like, hmm, oh, it's OK. It looked fine. Wow. Wow. OK, wow. we'll take it. I will take that. It's going to be awful. I can't in, wait. Y- yeah. Um, <laughs> I liked the trailer. Uh, I don't know why everything that apparently to, to Brady, any movie or show that takes place around Christmas time is competing with Die Hard. I mean, I don't know. Because that is the ultimate Christmas movie. Sure, but like Jingle All the Way took place around Christmas time. Does that compete with Die Hard? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but just as long as we're clear. These are my cookies. Put that <laughs> cookie down! <laughs> Again, thank you very much for joining us for this new What If episode. Uh, half hour of Three Pals Complaining. And <laughs> complaining about an episode they liked. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah, I liked it too. Yeah. That is the general disposition of this series. Uh, I kind of liked it. Now let's talk shit for a half hour. <laughs> it's healthy. It's healthy to, to be critical of the things that we like. Is it? Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise become complacent. Yeah. We just we just are eat whatever we're spoon fed. Yeah. Don't be a sheep, Ryan. I guess that's Whoa. true. Please don't be a sheep. But also join our Patreon. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers <laughs> at Conor O'Dowd, Jamie Lochner, Anthony Wells, Day Eleven Podcast, James Watch My Dong, Atheism Unstoppable, Chris Wood, Brent Kane, Day Eleven Oswald, Craig, John Jurors, Major Woody, and Carol Andreas. Oh, you did good that time. Yeah, we did it. I got it all the way through. <laughs> it was at about negative uh, three decibels at the yeah. end there. but It's okay. Just boost up the volume in, <laughs> in the end. I'm not going to. Also, before we go, uh, episode two of Nothing Star is out. Nothing Star Academy. Find it on iTunes or Spotify or Overcast, wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to it. Because that's a new podcast, and Adam is in the first episode, and Chad's going to be in episode five and six, and a bunch of them. So, James is going to be in episode five as well, four, six, all of them, really, all of our friends. <laughs> are, they're going to be in that Nothing Star Academy. It's a. Uh, I have I actually explained on this podcast what it is. I'm just. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I know we talked about it a little bit, but. Yeah, it's yeah, a no. it's a D and D school. Like, what if Hogwarts was for D and D? Okay, that's what it is. Anyway, go listen to it. <laughs> uh, it's really good, and you'll like it very much. But yeah, any last words, you guys? Yeah, stay tuned for Adam and my podcast called HBO Boys Podcast, spelled B O Y S, like a yes, normal the correct human. Way. Um, where we recap movies in real time as though it were 1996. That is still happening. God damn it. I love that idea so it's much. A, it's a really good idea that we stumbled <laughs> upon by accident, and I really want to do it. I think about it all the time. And and I haven't talked to Adam about it since the nope. last time we talked about it nope. in the pod. But and I, really I thought it was it. a great idea then, too. Yeah. <laughs> but I will keep bringing it up while we are on air to really force him into it. Man, really, I need to really I need to go it. pick that up on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will be starting with 12 Monkeys and then you'll be watching Biodome and then you'll be you watching Don't Be a Menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. And then you'll as be long watching as Jurassic Park is in there somewhere. Dunstan checks in. I for oh an my eye. God. <laughs> Lawnmower <laughs> Man you know, 2. It's interesting cuz cuz um the um Space Jam, the first Space Jam came out in 1996. So, oh my god, yeah, almost, to- almost topical. So you'll be watching House that arrest <laughs> right after you watch Lawnmower Man Two Beyond Cyberspace. <laughs> All right, we can pick a different year. No, you can't. You're locked in. 1996. It is. 1996. Yeah. It is. Oh, well, until next year, where it'll be 1997. Yeah, and that's we'll the conceit listen, of the podcast. Listen to it on um, on the Sony Walkman headphones. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to it on vinyl. <laughs> That's that's a little earlier. 
I got it on laser disc. Laser disc. Oh my god. Laser disc. Okay, now both of you at the same time, I'm gonna go three, two, one, and you're gonna say laser disc rules. Okay. <laughs> three, two, one. Laser, laser disc, disc rules. rules. Okay, you're gonna try again. Three, okay. two, one. Laser, laser disc, disc rules. rules. Okay, again. Three, two, one. Laser, laser disc, disc rules. God, you're getting worse. Three, two, one. <laughs> laser, laser disc, disc rules. <laughs> Three, two, one. Laser, laser disc, disc rules. rules. Chad, what is what is the problem here? What you, <laughs> he's, what, trying, the problem? he's trying to go off of me. Don't. No, no, no. I'm trying to completely ignore you. Yeah, so take your headphones off as soon as he says three. Three, two, one. Laser, laser disc, disc rules. Say it faster, Chad. Three, two, one. Laser, laser disc rules. rules. Uh, you're a piece of shit. Three, two, one. You can just one. move it. Laser, laser disc, disc rules. rules. Are you keeping all of this in? I might. <laughs> this is this is for for a uh, dollar a month. You can become a patron and you can oh, listen man. to the rambling. Of what us content? Three, two, one. Laser, laser disc, disc rules. rules. You're not even trying anymore, and I'm really disappointed nope. in both of you. I'm done. I'm done with it. You could fix it at post. Laser disc rules.